This is Kelly Pickerel, editor of Solar Power World, and today we're talking with Jeff Spees of QuickMount PV. He's here to talk to us about PV installations on tile roofs. So thanks for joining the podcast, Jeff. Good to be here, Kelly. Well, first we could start off. How large is the market for PV installations on tile roofs? It's uh, surprisingly larger than many people realize. In the state of California, it's probably easiest to break it down, I, I suppose, by states. And in fairness, when you look at tile roofs, tile is extraordinarily common in the hot desert southwestern states. So California, Arizona, Nevada comprise a considerable percentage of all tile roofs in the U.S. And the reason is tile is a much more effective roof type to avoid heat gain in the attic because the tile deflects much of the heat before it gets absorbed into the roof surface, whereas comp shingle allows a lot of that heat into the attic. So uh, in Southern California, Arizona, and Nevada, you'll see uh, many solar companies will have upwards of 90% of residential structures that have tile roofs. Uh, I would estimate in an overall sense that the residential market in California ranges between 30 to 50% of all residential installs being done on tile roofs, depending on the year. A few years ago, it was a little bit more heavy because Southern California was outpacing Northern California in terms of installations. Uh, but again, I, you know, we don't have good statistics, but I will anecdotally state that about a third to half of residential installs in California would be tile roofs. In Arizona, I live in the Phoenix area, I have a tile roof, and I, I, when I talk with installers, I will safely say that uh, residentially, 80 to 90 percent of residential installs are tile roofs. In Nevada, similar numbers. Hmm. But going outside of those three states, tiles not to comment at all. There is a bit of tile in places like Colorado, Florida, although Florida just hasn't had as robust a residential market to date. And when you get outside of those areas, and Hawaii does have some tile too, but uh, tile's just not common in most parts of the country. Yeah, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, and I don't think I've ever seen a tile roof anywhere up here. (laughs) Because it doesn't offer the same advantages that it does in a really hot climate. Mm Mm-hmm. So what are the solar installation challenges that are unique to tile roofs? Well, there's two that are significant. Uh, The first is that there's a myriad of different uh, makes and models and styles of tile, and that can complicate installation because every type of tile might have uh, uh, two or three different ways that you can install on it, and some you can't really install on tile. In fact, in many applications, you actually remove all the tile that are in the field of the array. You'll put down a new asphalt shingle roof with asphalt shingle roof attachments like we manufacture, and then you'll install your PV array where the tile will then be laid back in around the perimeter of the array. That's referred to as strip and go or inset or picture framing. So that's a common approach to resolve uh, the problem when you've got something like a sandcast clay tile, these are often found in Southern California. They're the old school tile with the cap and pan. They're a very brittle tile, often mortared in place and extraordinarily difficult, if not impossible, to walk on without breaking them. So that's the variation in tile is, is, is considerable, but it tends to break down into two basic groups. You have the standard concrete tiles made by Eagle and Borel, which represent 90% of the residential roofs uh, that have tile, and then the other 10% is a wide variety of other types of concrete or clay tile or sandcast clay tile, the clay and sandcast clay being much more prone to breakage, and that's the other 
big installation t- uh, challenge in tile roofs is that when you walk on tile, it's very possible, if not likely, you'll break some, or in some cases, many of the tile that you walk on. So it's important for the solar installer to be very conscientious of the potential of breaking tile to try to minimize that. Obviously, you want to protect those areas where your ladder is making access to the roof, and in some cases, installers will lay down uh, padded walkways, sometimes made with carpet remnants or other materials that will reduce the pressure on an individual tile to reduce the potential of breaking it. But when they do break, it's now a matter of having to replace the broken tiles. You can try repairing them. Uh, I've On my tile roof, I've tried some of the tile adhesives to glue corners back on tile that aren't too bad of breaks, and my, my experience is that they still break again down the road. Uh, generally speaking, the best practice when a tile cracks, whether it's a corner cracking off or cracking in half, you replace the tile in its entirety, and uh, that obviously can complicate the installation process. Mm-hmm. So what products does QuickMount PV offer for tile roof installations, and, and how do they differ? Well, we've got several products that are available for tile roofs. The uh, original products that we offered aren't as frequently used. We first had something we called the standard flat tile mount, which had a metal tile that would replace the existing concrete flat tile, and it would have a basin post that would then secure the racking system to the rafter. Uh, That then was... uh, the, the, that product, uh, and this was, gee whiz, eight or, eight or so years ago that we debuted that product, nine years ago maybe, and we then replaced it with, or functionally replaced it with what we called the universal tile mount. The universal tile mount is a basin post, so it's a four-inch diameter round base that bolts into the rafter usually, and a post that uh, you slide a nine by nine inch flashing down at the underlayment level, and then you would seal that to the underlayment either using underlayment bibbing, where you would have a piece of the uh, underlayment that matches the existing underlayment that would then surround this metal flashing at the underlayment level, and the upper edge of that bib would insert into the course of underlayment uphill from wherever that roof attachment would be placed. And then finally, you'll have an 18-inch by 18-inch flashing that would be at the quote-unquote tile level, could be above the tile that has the post sticking through it, sometimes below the tile, either way is permissible. And uh, the, the universal tile mount still is available today, and as the name implies, it works on a broad range of different tiles, whether they're concrete, clay, S-shaped, W-shaped, flat tile, you name it, the universal tile mount can accommodate a broad range of different tiles. So that's the the beauty of that product. We also have a variation of that same product we call the the, uh, standard flat tile mount, which is uh, a little bit shorter post, but otherwise identical. You still have the 9-inch by 9-inch underlayment flashing. You have the 18-inch by 18-inch tile flashing made of a malleable aluminum that can easily contour to the curves of a S concrete tile or a W-shaped concrete tile. Now, in recent years, we've introduced a couple new products. So the one I used on my roof when I installed my system about four years ago is called the Quick Hook. The quick hook is a uh, tile hook. That's the generic category that many people refer to these products. 
where it has a base that secures to the rafter, an underlayment flashing again that you would either bib or three-course. I, men I mentioned three-course earlier. I didn't describe it. Three-coursing means you take an asphaltic roofing cement and a reinforcing fiber mesh, and you plaster that metal flashing down to the underlayment to make sure it's sealed for the duration of the life of the system. And then the quick hook will actually uh, stick out between two tile. You have to take a what we refer to as a tuck point grinder blade, which is a very wide blade that allows you to cut a slot in the weather guard lug for the tile that just sits right on top of the tile hook. So that tile, rather than sticking up because you now have this metal hook protruding between two tile, you'll carve out a little bit of the tile material where that weather guard lug is on the downhill side to allow that tile just on top of the tile hook to sit back down so all the tiles mesh properly. I've been very happy with my quick hook product. The beauty of that particular product is it has no visible flashing. Aesthetically, it's a very attractive installation. And interestingly, it's a very cost competitive, very inexpensive approach. Finally, we've introduced more recently here in the past 12 months what we refer to as our tile replacement mount, TRM is the acronym. And the tile replacement mount uses a clever base that has an integrated flashing with an elevated water seal that raises the vulnerable water intrusion area 0.7 inches off the roof surface. It has this integrated flashing now that can be bibbed or three-course to the underlayment as is required by the Tile Roofing Institute manual. And then the post slides side to side to correlate with the hole that's in the center of this replacement metal tile that we provide. We have three different versions. They're made for the standard eagle and boral dimensions of a flat tile, a W-shaped tile, and an S-shaped tile. Now, in fairness, there are some other shapes out there. There's like a modified S where it will not work. But fortunately, the flat S and W shapes that we offer in the tile replacement mount will address over 90% of the eagle and boral concrete tiles that comprise 90% of the U.S. tile market. So those are the basic products that we offer. If the tile replacement mount had been available when I installed my PV system about four years ago, I likely would have opted to go down that path. I'm really happy with the quick hook. It's a phenomenally attractive installation. Uh, but the tile replacement mount, by nature of the fact that it has a post with a standoff, uh, a standoff post, I guess you would say, structurally is really robust. And the beauty, and this is the real magic of the tile replacement mount, every roof attachment you put in place with this clever base and integrated flashing in the post, and you pull that tile out, and now that tile becomes a service tile that you can use elsewhere on the roof to repair any of these broken tiles, which are inevitable when you're doing an installation. Sometimes, if the particular tile is weak, or if it's a lightweight tile, you can break dozens, literally dozens of tiles during an installation. And since a typical PV installation will have 40 to 60 roof attachments, if you use the TRM, you're now going to have 40 to, six, 40 to 60 tiles that match the existing roof. That's a huge mm -hmm. convenience because what installers have traditionally been forced to do when they broke broken tile is run to the tile yard, try to find a tile that at the very least matches the, the exact shape of the existing tile, but it's rare that you get a color match. In fact, it's often the case that you get colors that vary considerably. Not a problem on second-story roofs. 
it's very noticeable in first story roofs so as a result when people break tile they'll take these replacements that don't match the color of the existing roof and they'll swap them with sections of the roof that aren't visible whether that be under the array or possibly a section of roof that's hidden to, to view maybe a second story section and so this TRM with its replacement metal flashing tile eliminates the need to have to go through that time and trouble and cost to try to color match or swap tile from other parts of the roof. So that's the real beauty of the, the newest product that we offer, the tile replacement mount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like Quick Mount PV has a lot of experience with, with tile roofs. So what advice do you have for installers before they quote a tile roof PV installation? I have gone through the process on my own roof in excruciating detail and lived with the results for several years. So as a result, I have, uh, I think, a pretty clear appreciation for what the best approach would be. My first advice, number one, is see what's underneath the existing tile. Is it? Uh, and when I say that, uh, you want to look, sometimes you'll see a tile roof that might be over an old roof. There are tile roofs that get put over asphalt shingle roofs occasionally. Not as common, but uh, more importantly, tile sometimes is mounted to the roof in different manners. In Southern California, the standard procedure is what's called direct attach, where each and every tile is nailed directly through the underlayment into the wood deck underneath. The, that practice is frowned upon by the Tile Roofing Institute, interestingly, even though it is the standard operating procedure for Southern California. In places like Arizona, Nevada, Northern California, and most of the rest of the country, you'll have uh, batten-mounted tiles where you've got wood strips usually, one by four, uh, or I'm sorry, one by two pieces of wood that are four foot long. The tile then mounts to that wood batten. The wood batten itself gets nailed in directly through the underlayment into the deck and then the tile gets secured to that batten both with the lug on the uphill side which hooks right onto the batten and generally a single nail gets driven through the tile into the wood batten but not through the underlayment. Now not every tile gets nailed in place. In a place like Arizona where we don't have high wind speeds you'll see generally in the interior of the roof one out of every two tile will be nailed in place. Uh, so uh, the other configuration that you might find is called counter batten, where you have uh, wood battens that are laid directly on the underlayment before any tile goes on, and they're running uphill and downhill. And then you have a series of horizontal battens that get nailed to the vertical-oriented battens. And the benefit of a counter batten installation is it raises the tile further off the roof and allows for very efficient drainage of any water that blows between the tiles, which happens in almost every rainstorm. The underlayment is the ultimate waterproofing of a tile roof. The tile itself performs two primary functions. The first is to protect the underlayment from the exposure to the sun and the damage that that causes. And secondly, the tile routes most, but not all the water off the roof in a rain event. So understanding the condition of the underlayment is critical. When I replaced my, well, I'll start out. When I put my PV system on, my roof was shot. After only 16 years in Chandler, Arizona, a suburb of Phoenix, my roof used a 30-pound single-lapped underlayment, which is the norm even today here in the Phoenix area. 
uh, it was an asphalt impregnated felt paper. That's the standard operating procedure. After 14 years, it was already leaking. At 16 years, the asphalt impregnated 30 pound felt underlayment was in tatters, literally crumbling hmm. apart. And this is my caution to solar installers and folks that might own a tile roof and want to put solar on is typically speaking, the existing underlayments are cheap, they're kind of crummy. And in my opinion, it would be highly desirable to remove the tile, put down new underlayment, and a quality underlayment before you install the PV system. Uh, now, speaking about underlayments, and this is a rapidly developing issue in the tile industry, a recent study conducted by the Western State Roofing Contractor Association has demonstrated that many of the newer synthetic underlayments that have been used in the industry are not working. They are failing within a short period of time. Uh, it appears that there's two, a couple different variables that are impacting this. One would be the amount of time that underlayment is exposed to the elements before the tile gets put on. And in a new construction, usually you have to leave the underlayment on without the tile for a matter of weeks, if not months. That exposure to UV and, and rain and the elements can cause a rapid deterioration of the underlayment. And I think that was a factor in my 30-pound single-lap felt paper underlayment, where my house was constructed, finished in August 1st. So for the hottest, most brutal parts of the month uh, of the year here in Phoenix area, my 30-pound underlayment was exposed to UV for longer that probably was good for it. Mm. Uh, so the other thing is we're seeing inadequate synthetic or plastic underlayments that have been used in recent years that are leaking prematurely. Sometimes they stretch the nails that get put in to hold them in place. The uh, Because of expansion contraction, that hole that the nail makes through the underlayment starts to stretch out and it becomes a leak point. So be aware of what's the condition of the underlayment, what type of underlayment it is, and if it's one of these underlayments that's been shown by Western States Roofing Contractor Association to be problematic, I would caution you as a solar installer if you want to install on that existing underlayment. I will reiterate that it's highly desirable whenever, wherever possible, to install new underlayment under the field of the array. The benefits to the system owner will be tremendous. I ended up using on my roof an upgraded underlayment, which was 90-pound mineral-coated rolled roofing material, often used just as a roof by itself in low-slope roofs. And I have a reasonable degree of confidence that that underlayment will last the life of my array so that I won't have to be getting in there and uh, pulling my PV modules out to do roof repairs over the 20 to 30 years of hopeful life that I'll get out of my PV modules. The other uh, comment that I would make is, as I stated earlier, before you start the installation, identify the tile make and model. Now, oftentimes that's really easy. I can spot an Eagle or a Boral tile. Boral and Monier are the same company uh, very easily. They're, they're distinctive in appearance. Uh, but in some cases, you have oddball tiles that might not work with a tile hook, might not work with the new tile replacement mount that we're manufacturing. So understanding what kind of tile it is before you even quote the project would be highly desirable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thanks, Jeff, for joining me today to talk about tile roof installations and Quick Mount PV's products. It was a really interesting conversation. Thank you, Kelly, and I hope you have a great day. Mm -hmm.